What's up, family? This is the Just Breathe podcast, and I am April Love, personal brand success coach, entrepreneur, and now your new best friend. Just Breathe is all about all things you, taking your personal life to the next level. I know that it's sometimes hard to even catch your breath on a day-to-day basis, but we're going to inhale, exhale, and just breathe. What's up, family? It's your girl, April Love, and this is another episode of Just Breathe with April Love. I'm so excited today. (laughs) I'm really excited. I really am because as this 2023 starts to close out, I really feel, I'm really feeling excited. I'm excited about what's to come. I'm excited about what's behind us. I'm excited about seeing so many of my friends just making their mark. Like it's a good time. You know, don't let the, the bad news fool you because we're still doing good. God is still blessing. We are still having amazing strides in in careers. I'm seeing so many people um, developing great content, and I just feel like it's going to be an amazing 2024. But I promised you guys that I was going to bring the heavy hitters this season, and I'm doing just that. I am so happy to have this guest today. She's actually a friend. I'm very, very honored to call her a friend. I've known her for a very long time. Um... And she has just continued to evolve. But what I want to get into is the fact that she's evolved not only in business, but personal, beautiful family, grandkids, a long time marriage. Like we got to we got to know she got some secret (laughs) sauce that she needs to share. And um, I want everybody I'm going to let her share her background because it is vast. You might want to check her out on LinkedIn. But um, help me welcome my guest, Treva Williams. Hi, April. Hi. Girl, do I sing that William? William. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That was that my radio. But anyway, I'm so happy that you were able to find time on your schedule. Thank you for having me. Hey, girl. Hey, yeah, hey, girl. Hey, you are doing it, man. Oh, thank you. Thank and you. looking good doing it. Thank you. Yes. We trying. We out here trying. <laughs> so I, I mean. You know, I've, I've followed your career. You, you, you know, you positioned me sometimes and I'm so grateful for that. But to, you were a veteran, mm-hmm. you had military, you married, children, um, entertainment industry veteran, yes, management, and now executive producer. Yes. Yes. Guiding projects. <laughs> yes, okay. Yes. So now that was the, the, that's my short version, but if you could kind of expound, um, so my audience can know how, you know, just how powerful you are. Well, I mean, like you said, my career started at, I was 17. I went into the military straight out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the best decision for me in my life and where I was and, um, where, where I came from. So it set me up and it is the cornerstone of who I am mm-hmm. and how I am. Um, military gave me my foundational structure and it's still, you know, I'm still in there. That, that soldier part of me, that discipline side of me, that regiment, um, regimented side of me, the need for standard operating procedures, no matter where (laughs) I'm at, that's just who I am. Um, so I did that for eight years, which got me into administration. And I was here in Atlanta. I moved here to Atlanta. Um, that was one of my last duty stations was Ironically, was Fort McPherson, which is now the Tyler, Tyler Perry Studios. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, my life has become full circle, like mm-hmm. where I started and where it ended. It all ended up being one one best, one full circle, one full circle and one good journey. But mm-hmm. everything that I am and who 
who I am and what I've accomplished and, and went through, um, there's always been just kind of one common common thread, mm. which has been my administration and my people skills. As this. Yeah, you definitely have people skills. Oh, yeah, you. yeah. Because I mean, some of the talent that you're charged with handling, it, it takes a talent whisperer such as yourself. Yeah. Um, so you think that's something that's just innate, your, your way with so. people? I think, yeah. I think um, innately, I am a... A person, a people connector, okay. um, people person, kind of, sort of, but a people connector. Mm-hmm. And and I'm good at making connection with people, which is kind of a little weird because my personality, um, I'm an extroverted introvert, which no one really ever believes. But I really am. I am so good alone. Mm-hmm. I enjoy me, mm-hmm. my my company, my time. And I'm married with 25 years, have five mm-hmm. kids, nine grandkids. But I. What? I'm also really good at being with just Treva. Oh, wow. Um, as yeah. much as I love my family and my friends and all of that. But yeah, so, but I know how to be on and, and when to be mm-hmm. and, and, and get into that mode. But solitude is, is actually my um, comfort space, nice. but I've learned to operate outside of that and it's helped me, but I, I love connecting with people and I love understanding people mm-hmm. that comes from a life of, um, I feel like growing up misunderstood. Mm-hmm. So it's always been my desire to have an understanding for people because I know innately what it feels like to be misunderstood, misca- miscategorized, mischaracterized, all of that because someone didn't understand who you are mm-hmm. or even if they un- they didn't have an understanding for why you are who you are. Mm-hmm. And without that, which to me is the translation of grace. Um, right. So that's... That's so early important. on, you you had the insight or foresight to know that something all my life, you know, I, I had a very um, challenging uh, childhood growing up. I was, you know, birthed to two very young parents um, who had their own struggles of adaptation, of growing and learning while having kids as 15 and 16 year old, you know, as teenage 15 and 17 um, and all of that. Um, so. Yeah, there was a lot. There were things that just weren't that weren't just okay. that just weren't okay, And I always had a sense of understanding and feeling like no one understands who I am. Mm -hmm. And when I would act out um, because I'm a child of that grew up in traumatic situations with some elements of abuse, then there was no understanding for the acting out. It's like, no, I'm not a bad, it's, this is happening and something's going on and, and not being able to articulate that always led for misunderstanding of who and why I was, how Mm -hmm. I was. Um, and I, but I always understood that frustration where like, they just don't get it. I'm not doing this because of this. I'm, this is happening because of this Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And being lost in, in my misunderstanding as a young person, um, was it stuck with me. And it, and so it, it, it makes me move and deal with people a very particular way. Cause even though I don't get it or I wouldn't make your choice or haven't made your choice or didn't have your, I still have the grace to be able to understand where you're mm-hmm. coming from. Um, and that to me is like my moving motivation with dealing with people. I try, I try my best to give people grace, oh. the grace that I know that I've been, that I, that I get daily. Yeah. Um, I, I try to give it. Sometime do you, um, have you had situations where you felt like your grace has been displayed? Always. Of course. <laughs> well, not even displayed. Well, they I won't just say, weren't I, it, I won't, not displayed. It. Not that it's just that like, yeah, sometimes are you a little irritated to have given it? 
yeah, like, okay, yeah, <laughs> like, right. did you deserve it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but what yeah. I quickly remind myself right. is that I did not deserve every moment of grace that I know Absolutely. I Because I say all the time, listen, me and God have a deal. God, you please continue to whisper to may I always hear your whisper mm-hmm. so I never have to hear you shout me out. Mm, like I, I, I want to be able to hear God quietly. Yeah. Or just or he have to put me it. on blast. Right. <laughs> I, I'm going to listen to that still small voice. Yeah. I don't need the I booming want, one. Like, right? uh-uh, let, me, no. let me hear you when you whisper. Cause I don't want to be embarrassed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> please. Everybody. Yeah. Sound off. Everything yeah. shut down so I can hear. Um, so do you think you're doing that? Do you think like you, you've heard the yeah. voice of purpose and you're in purpose? Yes. Yes. Ooh, tell us about that. There's so many people just floating in the wind. Like I absolutely know that I am, that I walk in my purpose um, by the things that, because um, there are things that I do that are attached to my career that I do have done, will continue to do, always have done that mm-hmm. have nothing to do with a check. Mm. Um, and there are things, there are so many things that I will not do right? and ways I won't be that come with a check that if that is where man is saying my prosperity is tied to, I'm not never going to get it. Ooh, let's stay there for a second. So with that, with you being sound mind enough to know that this is my purpose and Mm -hmm. and I know what I can and cannot do, Mm -hmm. how does one get to that place? Because there's so many people, like you see now that so many people have sacrificed maybe their integrity and many different things in order to excel. Now they're on paper Mm -hmm. and on Instagram, they look like a million, multi-million dollars in, in joy. However, when we get down to it, the things they've been involved in, the things that are being exposed about them, you know, it, it kind of perpetuates the industry. So how have you made up your mind? Like, this is who I'm going to be in this industry and you're still thriving. Um, I, I think it's just that I just made up my mind. Mm-hmm. I made a decision um, and I'm not perfect on the decision at every turn, at every job and in every moment. But I am intentional about. Being on track staying on track, getting back on track. Mm, okay. Even and 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 that cuz what I don't look at my purpose and my intention and my my um my my particular moral compass as a a place of arrival yeah. and a and a place that this is this is who I am and this is just where I'm at. No, I see it as an ever changing evolving daily practice. Mm. And a commitment that I have to make to do that. So it is, I, I decide to, in every moment, I make the decision, you know, um, and sometimes I make it the right way, you know, and be real there. Sometimes I'm just like, I hear you, but I know. <laughs> I hear you, but no, I'm uh, going to take what come with this one. Okay. Sometimes foolishly we do, but mm-hmm. yeah, for me, it, it just has, has been a decision. Um, again, my, my childhood growing up has a lot to do with it. Um, there, you know, you, um, and, and things in my young adult years and stuff coming up in my career, I am really good at, um, being able to evolve myself from a place of lack. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. having, um, growing up unsure if you're loved mm-hmm. completely and unconditionally, um, being shown ways that this definitely isn't love throughout life makes me very loving. Okay. 
Yeah. So in that bitter or jaded. Yeah, it makes uh, yeah, me want the I because I I so innately know what it feels like to not be loved and not mm-hmm. have love. Um, I want to give what it is I never had. Mm-hmm. So I operate more from that space mm-hmm. than I do from the the other side of it. You know what I mean? Which people that come from a view, it's that's, and again, it's a decision because mm-hmm. when you're faced with that, you did, de- you can decide to, I'm going to be just as mean, awful and bitter. I was about to say, yeah. To you everyone else as, because if I got it right, and I didn't deserve it, who are you not, to, mm-hmm. not to get it, even though you don't deserve it. And it's that's a bad, dark you know, space to be It's a dark in. space, but it is, it is yeah. a decision that we, right. at every mm-hmm. turn you decide, am, am I going to lean towards this because that side pulls you too. Absolutely. When you've been hurt, when you've been angry, when you've been misunderstood, when you've been unloved, that side pulls Mm -hmm. just as hard as the, I want to give people what I don't have kind of thing. You know what I I mean? I want to meet a need that wasn't met because I identify with that person. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's so interesting because a lot of people, because we've had so many examples of what to do wrong, mm-hmm. most people try to perpetuate that because I yeah. know how to do that. Oh, you were abusive. That's not, okay, then. Yeah, because you self-medicated, we've accepted then. that. Yeah. We've accepted that what happened to us yeah. or what we did to others was a part of a norm. We've accepted mm-hmm. that. Well, that's normal. Right. No, we need a new narrative. Yeah. Yeah. It's not normal. And you have to you have to dictate your own narrative mm-hmm. and the narrative that I repeat for myself then matches the narrative that you repeat. And the more of us that are having the positive narratives, the easier it is to, I don't know, just to see something different in in the world. Like what you were saying in the beginning, like, you know, 2023. And yes, we see all that's going on. And um, without the right perspective, it could all feel hopeless. It could Mm -hmm. all feel like, why try? Right. Why start again? Why Why start over? Why start it all? Mm -hmm. Cause make it make sense. It could all go. It could all go bad tomorrow, or it could not. Or it could not. You know. <laughs> or it can propel you to the next. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It help you to evolve, but we always. Yeah. People tend to stick with what is familiar mm-hmm. and letdowns and things like that are. Very yeah, they get comfortable. Yeah. In that, yeah. Scarcity. Yeah. That's scarcity. Yeah. We talk about this a lot on the show. Scarcity mindset and limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. So kind of um, take us back to. Okay, so you're 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 home. You're fresh out of the military. How do you know what's what's next for you? Like, well, um, we you know, being in the military, you get great training, mm-hmm. but and you learn amazing skills. You're paid very poorly for yeah. such, such skills. <laughs> yes, while in the military, and so what, once we moved here to Atlanta, Atlanta especially in '93 was you know. Oh, yeah. Promised land, black yeah. Mecca, promised land. We was in the height of black, black, blackness, promised land in, yeah. in Atlanta then. So what I knew was that my administrative skills that I had attained in the army were valuable right. on the corporate side mm-hmm. at three to four times higher than what I was making in the military. So I, I had the choice of when I got out, I could have gotten a government job mm-hmm. doing the same thing, but the pay still was a yeah. But luckily during that time, um, again, Atlanta was booming. My skill set, I had, you know, very strong skills that were certified and all of that. So, you know, the jobs were plentiful and I just went after them. And I ended up in a marketing and advertising firm being an executive assistant. And 
because of my mindset and my work ethic, you know, the way I work and stuff, I'm, I'm going to do the task. I'm very detail oriented. I work well on my own, all of those things, but I'm also a quick learner and quick study. Mm -hmm. So the boss that I was paired with, she noticed that I would finish my assignments and, but I would be interested in the stuff that she was doing. So a trust built, built where she knew that she could trust me to do the job that I was hired to do mm -hmm. and still be, and still be able to focus on new, new things I wanted to learn. So she started to teach me advertising mm. and understanding count, um, how to handle accounts and what they're needing and what's, what goes into all of the marketing and all of that. And long story short, she ended up promoting me. They, she needed her, she got a bigger account. So, which meant she could bring on a junior exec, junior account executive. And she said that she wanted to get the person from within. And it was me. Oh, so every job I've had, and that's happened to me a lot. So a lot of jobs I've had, I go in as my core skill is administration. Mm -hmm. It is um, in So I'm a not a church kid, but I, I got saved in like my late twenties, and like when I was like twenty nine. And one in the church that we went to, we took a class and was about spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. And in this class, it talks about your spiritual gift being administration, compassion, all of these things. Mm -hmm. And so I took the test and. My strongest spiritual gift came back as administration, oh. which then helped me to understand that's who I am. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? That's putting things in order, yeah. getting it all aligned and signed. Uh, yeah. All of that is who I am. It comes second nature to me. Mm -hmm. I think in bullet points, you know, that's that's just who I am. And I learned that in that class that that was a gift. So then learning that, matching that with my newfound faith, then I started to see that God was in that moment and had always been making room for letting, allowing my gifts to make room for me. Right. So whenever I got a job, I would start as one thing and me being who I am and working and operating at what I, what the Treva level is, which mm -hmm. is completing my tasks with excellence, da, 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 always made room for me to advance and grow. Mm -hmm. So administrative assistant, then I became junior account exec and advertising firm during that time here in Atlanta, mu you know, music industry was popping, popping. Yeah. Um, so I was on the African-American community marketing team for, <laughs> um, for McDonald's and the Coca-Cola and Sprite brand. And that was during the time when we the, started synergizing the brands with music artists. Mm. So when, um, you know, when Chris Lover Lover, when Ludacris was still Chris Lover Lover and Poon Daddy on yeah, radio, radio yeah. I was working in um, my team work with marketing promotions. And so I first met Shaka Zulu and we would do little things with um, with with Luda and oh. Poon when they were on the radio. Um, I was a part of the campaign that did the uh, Donnell Jones, ba -da -ba -ba -ba, I'm loving it. Oh. That whole, you know, that was when, you know, they started paying attention and started that started the real, you know, influence injection of hip hop yeah. into different things. Into so brands, a right. lot of my, yeah. I started meeting with, you know, music people here in Atlanta as a, as the rep there. And I would make connections with the guys. So then that's how music advertising ended up flowing me into music. Music got me into TV. Mm. TV got me where I am, but then TV also then brought me to life coaching, which to me all then still goes full circle oh too, my God. but everything's still connected to my initial career. Mm -hmm which was administration, which I got through my military core skills. 
That's what I, you hear that guys? You, you never know. Like sometimes you're like, well, why am I over here? This, mm-hmm. why am I learning this skill set? Why do I have to go do this job? Then it comes, then you have those aha moments. Like, oh, it's all connected. I'm utilizing all of it to do it's, what I do now. It's all yes. connected. And, yes. and God reminded me of my connection the day, the first day, um, cause I've never worked on any Tyler Perry projects, but we get lo- love and hip hop <laughs> went, we did our reunion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were one of the first facilities to like rent out his facility. Yeah. And we did the reunion there. And I remember pulling up to the gate that day going, oh, shoot, this is the because I know he had bought a um, studio, but I didn't have a, a visual frame of reference of where it mm-hmm. was, what the old facility was. Right. And when I pulled up, I was like, these are the military gates. And then so at that <sighs> moment, I was like, it's all connected. It's all, yeah, been, it's all connected. It's all been connected. It's yeah. all connected. Mm hmm. What does that mean to you? It's all connected. It means to me that I have always mattered to God. Mm. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it means to me. Always. It, it is my sure reminder that Jeremiah 29, 11 is true. Mm-hmm. He knew me in my before he formed me in my mother's oh, womb. Yes. And he had a plan and a purpose for me. Right. Because for all of those little minute details. And then, you know, the thing that I know that nobody knows. I know all the in-betweens, ups and downs. That happened. I even know every bad thing that if it if that bad thing hadn't happened, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be in this chair today. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we focused on the good, but I also am very cognizant of very what from the outside looking in look like bad choices. Mm-hmm. Look like still if I had if I were to go back and erase any one of those, mm-hmm. even the bad ones that I made, mm-hmm. um, not even including the the bad decisions that were made against me, but the ones even that I made and did, my life wouldn't be, I wouldn't be even in this chair talking about any my that story because any one of those pieces could have disconnected it. Exactly. It and so for me, it's it, a, yeah. God always has been mm-hmm. and always will be a part of my through line. And he's always paid attention to me. That's all. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> like, yes. He's so mindful. God's yeah. mindful. Yeah. So, okay. Have you always been willing to say yes to the calling or the purpose in your life? You feel like, has there ever been like a, well, no, that might, might be a little bit safer to do this over here? Um, yes and no. I always eventually lean towards my purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, has that choice been harder to make at different times? Sure. Um, but since I've been a, a person of faith and, and, and in, in a sense where, um, not in a religious sense, but in a, a just a keen yeah, awareness like of being a child of God, mm-hmm. a being of God, mm-hmm. and a creation that's in the image of God, mm-hmm. that faith, then um, I, I've been doing that. It's, it's been probably about the last really good 10 years. Where I'm just really focused on, mm-hmm. you know, this is, this isn't that for me. Um, so it is sometimes a very hard decision to make. And sometimes I make it in hindsight, like, let me go back and course correct and blah, 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 mm-hmm. fix this or do that. <laughs> do <a little> um, <laughs> but yeah, sometimes it is. Some, sometimes it is. Sometimes it, it can be much easier and much more lucrative mm-hmm. to, um, to not stand in my purpose. Exactly. Because sometimes standing in my purpose 
can happen in Serena. Me being in an entertainment and to me, all forms of entertainment, being in front of the camera, behind the camera, all of those things is a part of my purpose. Um, but understanding that like sometimes in the moment is, is this particular project purposeful. Right. You know, cause then we can get confused. Like, well, I'm in the entertainment. That's my purpose. And think that every project is mm-hmm. ours mm, that's or, good. Some, yeah. or every person mm-hmm. of even being a, a life coach, you know, assuming that every client that wants to work with me is someone that I'm assigned to. Right. Might not be. Mm-mm. So yes, I'm, I am, it is, I am fulfilling a, I am fulfilling my purpose driven life by being a life coach. But I'm mindful of my purpose and not and understanding that every person is not my person. Right. And I'm not for every person that comes mm-hmm. to me. And that's the same thing for shows, for projects, for, mm-hmm. you know, even doing interviews. Everyone isn't mine, to, is, isn't my platform to go on or like. Right. like Absolutely. Yeah, because even my person hit me my pubs, I'd be like, so who is that and why? And I always ask, well, why Why did they want me? Right. Like what's happening with their thing? Because I, 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 you know. I am not of the school of the all press is good press. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not from can, that. <laughs> my years of publicity, I can attest to yeah, that. I'm not they say, oh, all press is good press. No, it's not. No, it's no, not. It's not. No, no, it's, it's not. not. I know some people in the, in the on the headlines right now that would differ, would beg to differ, differ for sure. with you. Every platform regards, yeah. isn't, you know. For everyone. Yeah, I'm not aligned for that platform. I'm not, you know, yeah. I get requests and I'll be like, mm, that's. That does that don't even sound like me. I I, I would be of no service to you all. There's, right. there's nothing your audience would get from me. <laughs> yeah, just run, people just they're running around like you doing, know, just, just doing, 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 and doing stuff. Yeah. Yes, that's that imposter syndrome. Yeah. You're not necessarily you're leaning into other people's purpose and trying to do how they yeah. do what they do. You know, uh, yeah, it's an interesting place. That's why I really, really like to serve people with this mm-hmm. platform, giving them an opportunity to see themselves in mm-hmm. someone they aspire to be right. or they look up to, or they might want to hear more about and say, Oh, I find, I find myself in that. Cause I'm at that crossroads now, you know, pivoting to whatever, mm-hmm. but, um, listening to you, Treva, I'm like, Oh, okay. So I can have an amazing marriage and I can, you can elevate my career over the years. You can have an amazing marriage, even if it's the second one. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Is, I I was married first. I was married, you know, me and my husband always teased. My husband had never been married before me. Um, he got when we got married, he was 40. And he always says, You're my only wife. And I tell him, You must, you my you my last husband. Because ah. he was my second husband. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, you just never know. It's yeah. been 25 years. Um, you know, some days it's amazing, some days it's all right. The heck. <laughs> You know, right. it's real life. You know, yeah. I tell people all the time, my husband, and this is goes for me and him. He is, and I am as wonderful as we are awful. Mm. That is. That's real good. That's, that's, that's just, just what, what it is. is. Yeah, that's, that's, what it that's is. just what it is. <laughs> and so how do you, how do you make the, make it more good days than like, eh, I can do my own thing today. Like, how do you keep um, it spicy? What do you guys we, spicy, you know, we date, we still date, we still hang out. He is the core of our marriage is he is my friend. Mm. He is my friend. um, And it matters to me that he's okay. Mm -hmm. Like that his, that his life is okay, that he's okay as a person. It matters to me if he's okay. And that would be the true, even if we weren't together, Mm -hmm. like that's how I feel about him. Um, You know, we are, we're funny. We're funny together. 
Um, we pick on each other. We tease each other. Um, you know, we're still attracted to each other. Right. Uh, awesome. But a lot of that, you know, sometimes it's it, not necessarily just because it's physical, but it's probably more to do with our personalities mm-hmm. and being comfortable with each other and feeling safe yeah. around each other to where. So it's it goes beyond that. Oh, he turns me on. It's mm-hmm. that. Oh, I feel that. It's cool. You know, just, this is my person. This is my person. People you know? are out here paying and. Getting matchmakers and trying to find their person. But listen, I don't doubt none of that. You understand me? Yeah. If if, if you have exhausted every other thing and you want yeah. a person, go yeah. to a matchmaker. Yeah, go to these Get on a these dating, dating site. site. Yeah. All that. Listen, yeah. my only, like I, because I'm in my mid 50s, so I have friends. I'm in that gamut where there's some of us that are married and still married. And there's some of us that are newly single. And uh, it's you know it's more than a notion. Marriage is more than a notion. Mm-hmm. It it is beyond. There is a life that has to be lived and curated beyond the person asking you to marry them and you guys having a an, an event. Mm. It's just regular schmegula. Right, right. Like I don't know what people think marriage is. Okay, but it's just like it's gonna be a bunch of. It's not. It, you just you married. <laughs> right. Why are you talking? It's I don't know, but it you gotta. Take your time. Yeah, but you got these yeah. grandiose, like fairy tale visions they've had since forever. See, and I never had. That's the crazy thing is, I did not dream of being married when I was younger. That's how you ended up married. It's the people I that I think of obsessed. I said that to my friend. Was like, yeah, of course you didn't. And you you ended up with two husbands. Right. Like, Listen, but that wasn't that's a good a, thing. Yeah. I mean, but you know, it was what it was. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't grow up with though. I. I. You know, I didn't have the Cinderella. Some man coming in. Mm-hmm. I always knew, much to my grandparents' chagrin, I was clear. I was like, I'm going to have three kids. And that, and, and I don't want to get married. Ah. Of course, my grandparents <laughs> was like, what? why is that a sentence? But I don't know. But I was fine with that. I knew I wanted to be a mother. Yeah. But, you know, toss a coin on the wife thing. But, uh, oh, huh. <laughs> that's, but I, hey, I didn't, it wasn't my thing. Thank goodness God um, was mindful of you. God, so it was yeah, like, yeah, but he gave me a he gave me my person. He gave yeah. me a friend. Um you know, and we didn't, we didn't hoopla, big wedding. Mm-hmm. We didn't do any of that. We got, we got married. <laughs> we was at work at church and we got off the clock at five. We got married at six and he had to go back upstairs to quiet rehearsal at seven. What? Yes. We, <laughs> but when you know, you know, you don't have to do a whole bunch of bells and whistles. We just know. We, just we know. married. We- <laughs> so based on what you shared earlier, um, in regards to your upbringing and some challenges there, what kind of mother has that made you? It has made me um, a good mother. I, 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 I am comfortable enough to say that I am a good mother and I'm confident and secure enough to know that I am a good mother. Mm-hmm. Um, it has made me an overindulgent mother at times. <laughs> um, That's a grandmother, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> the grandmother thing is through the roof. But my kids, my kids are spoiled too. Mm-hmm. Um it's made me, um, it's as the years go on, I, I grow more aware and, um, and more in, uh, in tune with my kids. My kids are, um, in their thirties, all of my children, my children range from 37 to 31. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's made me more aware of who they are and, and understanding my understanding has grown because 
I have learned to parent them again from lack. Mm -hmm. Like there was, you know, in my younger years, yes, I need, of course, I need a mother and father. But as an adult, I have the absence of a relationship with my mother has been gets more difficult the older I get mm. because gets more difficult in the sense of I, I'm not willing to risk toxicity for nothing, but it gets more difficult. The absence of the relationship, it's more difficult and I'm more aware of it the older I get because there's so many more things I'm experiencing mm -hmm. and there's not a, I don't have a blueprint person I can talk to right, about that right. with. Um, you know, I made a post the other day, I'm going through menopause, I'm 55. And things be happening and changing that everybody just not out here in these streets sharing. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, I don't have a maternal figure yeah. that I could have that conversation with. So I'm in tune. My daughter is 31, about to have her second baby. You know, it's been a 10 year break. So oh being gosh, involved yeah. in talking to her and yeah. being aware of her and seeing her as a woman, mm -hmm. like my kids will always be my babies, but they are. I talk to them and view them and advise them from the standpoint of the adultness that they're in, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I understand that because I can remember 31. I remember every mm -hmm. confusing, scary moment every I was going through age. and I didn't have a person to talk to mm -hmm. and bounce that off of. Right. And so I'm, I'm very aware parent because I want to be aware of what's happening with them while yet still minding my business. <laughs> so I can be there mm -hmm. for them when they ask me to. Very nice. Very nice. So I'm going to switch real quick okay. to your life coach hat. Okay. Because, um, well, like I said, we want to be a resource. And a lot of people are just confused. Yeah. And when you're in that place, even though you may be gainfully employed or you're, you know, you feel like something's coming to an end, be it a relationship, mm -hmm. time in a city, whatever. What? kind of practical things can you give or, um, as it relates to advice to someone who's really just in a place of trying to figure out what's next for them? They don't feel like they're necessarily in purpose, mm -hmm. but don't necessarily know what that purpose it's, is. Mm -hmm. I, I, what I have my clients do is a, an, a self-analyzation, right? Look at where you are, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like you count it all. Like, what do you have? What's missing? Mm -hmm. Then you look at what are your habits, what's on your list that you have that you no longer, that no longer serves you or you no longer serve it. Mm -hmm. Remove that. Is there something on the, what you don't have list that you want that can replace that? Or can you marry something with those things? So it's list, list are important because it's, it's just a way of taking self inventory. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you can't know where you're going mm -hmm. if you aren't honest mm -hmm. and keenly aware of where you're at. Right. So that's the first place. Like let's use, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not, and I'm not happy. I'm not this. I'm not fulfilled. We can use all those general terminologies with other people when we are talking to ourselves. Right. When we are talking, I recommend that people talk to themselves. Mm -hmm. When we are talking to ourselves, we must be honest and specific. About where we are. Not broad and vague. Not broad and vague. <laughs> not, uh, I just, you know, because even, because the word purpose can be mm -hmm. very vague. And it's a term will, you know, be, ends up being a buzzword that we just throw yeah, out there. Absolutely. And something we just say. So when yeah. we're specific about 
what we have and where mm-hmm. we are, where we want to be and what's missing in between those places that yeah. can get us there. And, mm-hmm. and, and then looking purpose is usually found in your common thread. Mm. what's the thing that's second nature? What's the thing, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. kind of where, where purpose usually is. But again, you first have to be when, when the first thing I do with my clients on our, after we do our initial intake and we decide we're going to work together, it's like your, your first homework assignment is that list that I talk about. And you have to talk to yourself because my job as a life coach, I'm not a therapist. Therapy helps you to, you know, deal with, emotional traumas and those things. Life coach is either once you're past that or in the process of that, it life coaching is about the action steps, the items to, to propel you forward. Mm -hmm. And, and then it is the markers of accountability that you are going to hold yourself to, to get to those places that you're trying to reach or to stop those things that you're trying to stop. And my job as the life coach, I'm the conduit in between Mm -hmm. your goal and your accountability. I love it. Because all I'm going to say to you every week when you keep up, oh, I didn't get this done. Well, why not? Because you made your priority list and you said Mm -hmm. this was a priority. So what happened in the week to make this less priority? And the thing that took priority over it, do we need to reevaluate what this is? Mm -hmm. Does it need to be a priority in your life or does it need to be removed because it's a distraction? Right. Kind of thing. So I'm it's it's you asking the question and it's just Mm -hmm. me saying out loud to you the things that you've said. As a life coach, I'm not going to give you your 90 day plan. You have to give it to me. You know. I love it. Everybody needs a life coach. Everybody does. And I have one. Absolutely. No, everybody does because it just keeps you unstuck. And like, and again, unstuck, unstuck, unlike therapy, like I should not have um, the only long term clients that I have. And I have like about three or four that I have in rotation, but it's because they're always working on a different goal. Right. So they use me now as a career tool. So if it's another project, like, okay, this is the thing that's laid out before me. Mm -hmm. And these are my da, 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 da. I need accountability and help, you know, just focus on these things. But a life coach should not be, we should not be, I will not life coach someone for 12 months about their budget. (laughs) Right. Uh, If you ain't (laughs) did them steps in the mother's night, what what is we talking about? (laughs) You're not ready to save money. No. And that is. Mm -hmm. I know it's going to sound crazy, but that's okay if you're not ready. But you need to stop lying yourself because you're not lying to me because we on on session number 55 and you have not (laughs) saved no money. So clearly you're not ready. I've been in that space where like, yes, I'm aware I should be saving money, but this won't be a year saving money. Mm -mm. This, This 2023 was not my year of saving money. That goes back, though, to what you said about having that self-talk, being honest. Yeah. Maybe I'm ready to work on my weight loss. Maybe I'm maybe I'm exactly. ready to work on this. But I have to be honest with myself and say, I'm not there I'm, with I'm not this there. Yet. I'm not there with this yeah. yet. Because why have somebody coach when you already have like a resistance that you have embraced? Yeah. Like, I don't want to do it. Get somebody else to do yeah. it. Get somebody else to save we, money. Again, because yeah. we come in thinking we're doing things because it sounds like what to do and what people are saying and da, 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 da. But if our focus isn't there, mm-hmm. then we won't be successful at it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so ask yourself, are you really, are you really ready to save money? Because here are the steps 
mm-hmm. to take to save money. And it is okay if that's not a goal you're ready to reach it. Mm. Pick something else. Right. But don't come keep coming in here lying to us. Right. On Wasting these your multiple time. 90 day sessions and you still ain't saved a dime. Mm-mm. You're not a good case study. That, <laughs> but good, it's, you the case, you're change. the perfect case study because of paper, oh, yeah. the case study of you're not ready. Of not ready. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. Yeah. I hope you guys also caught when she said about, just think about the GPS when you were saying, how are we going to know where we're going? Because even I don't care if you're trying to get picked up by Lyft, if you're trying to get picked up by a car service, if you're trying to do whatever, you can't, if you don't drop that pin or show somebody where you Your are. exact location. You can't get, Yeah. Yeah. They need to know exactly where. Be honest. Don't try to say you're in Buckhead where you're really in banking. Yeah. It's okay. Just be honest. Yeah. You know, like this is just where I'm at right now. This I'm is over where here I'm on at. Somebody's couch. And you, can, you can't get to where you're going if you're not honest about where you're mm-hmm. at. Because your journey isn't real. It's, yeah. You Take can't like, prepare. You can't prepare for any detours. There is no room for error in road construction. There's nothing you can do because mm-hmm. you didn't even know where you started from. Right. Exactly. It is just not possible. Not it's, at all. It, and it's not about your past. Mm-mm. So crystal clear. It's this moment today. Because like, yeah. I know all the things, the horrible things that happened in my childhood and things that happened to me, things I did. I'm very keenly aware of those things. But those things can do not serve me. If I'm using them as a point of of, of my purpose, mm-hmm. they, they don't serve me totally in that way. I have to, in spite of, mm-hmm. because of the past, who am I? Who am I? Who am I truly? So people can stop right where they are today, mm-hmm. even if they're listening or whatever, and they can say, where am I? Where am I today? Where am I today? Who am I really? Who am I really? Like what really bothers me? Mm-hmm. What, what really bothers me and why? Right. What do I want and why? Mm-hmm. What don't I have? Why? Those are honest answers. You know what I mean? Like I want $50,000 in my emergency savings account. Why don't I have that today? Well, because <laughs> I did these things. Right. Such and such. Yes, exactly. So that's why. Yeah. I don't have that. What do I need to do to get it? Then I put those steps in. Mm. I need to commit that 10% of my income, my net income, no matter what, is going to this account that doesn't have a debit card to it. Da, 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 whatever. Or oh, I'm going to sell this person, the cheapest person I know. To hold my money. Mm. Who's going to give me a hard time about giving me my money back. <laughs> but right. I have to say where I'm at. Yeah. Why I'm there. Mm-hmm. Before I can get where there. Where I'm at. Why I'm there. And then have some real applicable steps. steps. That you can put in. And as your life coach, quickly. that's what I help you with yeah. is the steps. Mm-hmm. What are suggestions? What are the steps? Because that's how sometimes people get stuck. Sometimes yeah. they can be, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to be. And they need assistance in that middle to mm-hmm. how do I get? Once we've got this list of this is truly here and this is why, but I don't know how to do the middle. Then that's what a life coach like. We'll talk mm-hmm. through steps. And then with the, the, Again, it can't be solely from me because you have to tell me where your limits are. Right. 
and what is doable for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I could write a prescription for you and be like, you're going to do this, exercise this mantra and do this and do da, 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 da. But if that, your life isn't really set up for that yes, in that way, right? my plan isn't going to work for yeah. you. So it's a conversation. I give you suggestions. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I can do that. But Treva, I can't, I, I can't do this. But okay. Well then let's modify because it's not about failing. Mm-hmm. It, it is to, what are the steps for you to reach your goal? And what, and, and that honesty is what helps us get there. Mm-hmm. Cause when I give you a plan and, or su- make suggestions, right. then you have to honestly say whether or not you can or will do those things. Mm-hmm. And all of the things have to be in agreement. Cause you can say all it out of your the, mouth. All the things have to be. Your mind in, is not completely made up. All the things it have need, to be. All of them. All, all the of things. them have to be aligned. I all of the things. In my heart. Yes. Make up my mind. And you have to be honest with every day. Yes. You're not going to feel like it. And what's your remedy for the days that you don't feel like it? That's good. The days you don't feel like it. When I don't feel like going to the gym. Yes. All that. (laughs) (laughs) What what shall I do? What what, what shall I do? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love this. This has been a great conversation. Thank you. you. I know the audience is getting stuff out of it. They got some notes. They got some homework. (laughs) Stop wherever you are and look at where you are today. Yes. Yes, because um, I mean, it's a, we're in a season where it, it's about time for everybody to be on purpose in it their is. purpose. They're in needed the, in their position. Exactly. Big exactly. Time. Exactly. Especially. And all purpose isn't huge. No, no. Some, it takes it takes a lot of even purpose filled people to support super purpose driven people. Yeah. It all like it's all it takes us all. We can't. Yeah. We can't do it by ourselves. That's something like my job isn't my the job titles that I have being an executive producer, having an overall EP deal inside of a company like Paramount Life Coat, all of those things, speaker, all those things are not my purpose. They are the things that my purpose has produced. Mm. My purpose is something small, which is to facilitate and administrate the dream and visions of others. That's my purpose. Oh, wow. That is, as an administrator, that is what I do. So that's what an administrator, I don't care what field um, or work, what, whatever the industry is, the administrator person mm-hmm. is the person that keeps it all together, nucleus, pulls up yeah. and chronic. So that's, that's what my purpose is. Yeah. And if, if, when you say it out in a world that's full of shiny glitz and glamour, it sounds like, so your purpose is to be an admin. But when you understand what that is, then you'll see what your purpose produces. Mm -hmm. Now, that administrative gift and purpose that I have has produced a big life for me, which looks like a five-year overall EP deal inside of Paramount Company, which looks like a thriving um, life coaching company that I'm on, you know, I am manifesting will be a million dollar company this year where I'm track for that. You know what I mean? Mm. My purpose has produced those things, Mm -hmm. but my purpose simply is administration to administrate, facilitate and market the dreams and visions of others. Because I say all the time, I, they are visionaries Mm -hmm. and then that's the people that see it. Mm -hmm. And then there are the dujanaries and that's the people that do it. And that is who I am. I'm a dujanary. I can help. I am uniquely gifted and qualified to help people achieve their, to, to achieve their vision. So that's how I use my life coaching. I administrate them through, I facilitate, I help them 
I pulled them through to that process. You see it, I can do it. If you see it, I can help you do it. But you wow. have to see it. I can't give you your vision. Mm-mm. All I can help you do is facilitate it and, and put it out no there. No matter how big. No matter how big it is. Because I think in bullet point, because visionary people think like this. It's all the clouds, yes, right? Yes, that's And me. so while I'm you're talking, what I see are the logistics. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's coming down for me? Okay, well, she wants to do a conference. Okay, well, then that means we'll need to do backdate the thing. Da, 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 da. I see all the steps mm-hmm. and the bullet points. Okay, and then we'll need to do this. So under that part means there's six bullet points here. This needs to happen. That needs to happen. Da, da, da. That's how my brain works. And visionary people need people like me. So the more creative you are, yes, thank God for the visionaries. The more creative you are, the more you definitely should be the person to have a life coach. Absolutely. The most creative people are the most disorganized or the ones that are, you know, like they're like they say they make jokes about the right brain. Yeah. Creative. That's why the first time when somebody told me I could be a producer, I was like, oh, no, no. I said, I'm way too logistical. And uh, that's a producer. Uh, than that. And she was like, no, no, it was actually Jada. Jada, she said it. She's like, no, Trina, I'm telling you, you are a producer. She said, that is how your brain operates. Mm -hmm. And I saw producing as creative only. So I was like, creative people are chaotic and she's not chaotic. Right. She is not. (laughs) I was like, no, that, 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 that's not me. She says, no, I'm, she said, you're thinking about it differently. She said, I'm telling you innately that is who you are. Right. She said, you have the brain of a producer. Because I was at her house and I was doing something with my son and organizing his shows because um, this was years ago. My son used to be a gospel hip hop artist. And we were I was yeah. at there. We were staying with staying out there, visiting them in L.A. But I was working on his tour. I was putting stuff. And she was just listening to me on the phone every now and again. And she was like, she was like, you're a producer. I was like, she no, girl. Speaking to your life. I said, girl, no. Uh, but once I grew in understanding, I under, understood. Yeah. It. And then I didn't see her for years. And when I saw her. I think it was, we had disconnected and I saw her at the uh, girls trip, uh, red carpet screening at Essence that year. Mm. And I told her. I was out there. That was And she was like, what? I said, I am. And that that was the year I had just became an EP. And she was like, oh my God. She said, I told you. I told you. (laughs) Not only you went on to the EP status, honey. She was like, I told you. Yes. Yeah. But it's all, again. From the small thing, though, yeah. which is something as simple because we'll think purposes. I am going to it is my purpose to feed the every hungry child across the. N- no, your purpose <laughs> is to be helpful. So that's your purpose. Mm-hmm. Your purpose is your helper. Your purpose is your get like those type of things. And it will produce mm-hmm. certain things. So, But we're looking when we look for purpose, we look for this big decree that's about to come yeah. down when all and it's, this is it's some commonality uh-huh. it's something to do with you yeah something that's innate to you something that's already nature. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i totally agree absolutely yep. absolutely yeah that's, that's what it's problem solver it's it's something like yeah. that yeah it's something like that and then you can watch once you lean into that that thing becomes yeah because then because your purpose is also not industry specific because when it's truly your purpose, no matter what industry you go in, mm-hmm. that part of you will rise to the top and come out. Mm. And it's going to produce something from it. It's like in your television film and in your life coaching. Still- military, it's all, it's something, yeah, military, yes. it's all going to be for you, your problem solver. That's publicity. Mm. That's been event planning. Mm-hmm. 
that's been this management. That's been this platform here because your thing is a problem solver. You know that there are people out there that need information and, and information and access. And your answer to solve that problem, to how do I give people inform- access to information? I'm going to bring it to them. Problem solving. Innately, that's your purpose. Ooh, I'm having a little session, y'all. <laughs> and I got to have some accountability. But I love that. So how do, um, how do people keep up with you? How do they follow you? I am all things on all the things because I had tried to have this separate um. <laughs> Let me tell you, I am horrible on social media. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I love social media. I love it. I, lo- it, I lose my train of thought. I love going on there and just losing right. time. It clears my mind, which is weird, but it does. But so I had, oh, I have a, what's the people? The little children told me, oh, you have to do a separate uh, Instagram page for your career stuff. I tried that. I was like, no. So my Instagram is Miss Rock, M S R O C C 68. And I'm Miss Rock on Facebook. That's the easiest way. Because I tell people at the end of the day, when you meet me, you're going to meet Treva anyway. So you might as well meet me. You might as well. Because I had like a whole life coach page. I was like, well, we might as well just let the people know Treva and decide if I'm going to be your life coach. (laughs) Right. (laughs) From my regular page. Exactly. (laughs) I did not have time to keep up. Yeah. Two pages. I was Uh like, we Miss Rock one. This one page. And if you meet me on there and see me. If you want me to be your life coach, then I will. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's wonderful. That's an option. Yes, I'm doing I'm doing group coaching this year, 2024 group coaching. I'm setting up because um, I still work full time, full time, full time. <laughs> but I love what I do. I love the life coaching aspect. So one of the um, one of my answers to to being able to continue to service people is doing I'm going to do um, group sessions of 10 people mm-hmm. um, for 10 week sessions. And then we'll do group coaching together. And that also builds a community. Yeah, um, sure. Like mindedness. And the first session is called it's called accountability, because initially when you start even understanding mm-hmm. what accountability is, being life coached through understanding accountability mm-hmm. is important. Very much so I'm so. going to start, I start those in January, our little New Year special. Oh, <laughs> I told you 2024 is about to be on fire. It is. It is. Yeah. Just so be- before we close out, can you just tell us like, where do you, where do you say Treva is today? Treva is in, Treva is in redefining mode. That is where she's, that's, that is where she's at. Treva is redefining, redefining and refining herself. Um, um, redefining in the sense of, like I said, my purpose and understanding that and how to continuously evolve and elevate it mm-hmm. um, in a way that is comfortable and uncomfortable for me. Um, and then also in refining myself and refining myself in the sense of the um, we spend a lot of time picking ourselves apart, changing a mode. I'm like this about me and do that. Da, 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 da. I don't like this. I'm going to change this. I want to lose weight. I want to be more this and all of that. Um, And this year coming up, I'm going to focus on the things very heavily on the things that I know for sure, even though I don't want to say out loud are good about me. Mm. So I'm refining those edges of myself. Refining the edges. I Mm -hmm. love that. You know, sometimes we get uncomfortable with being with liking ourselves. Mm -hmm. And 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 uncomfortable with with saying I'm really good at that or this is good for me or this da da da. So I'm yeah. and for me in refinement, it's like being comfortable to say and express 
and and show and share mm-hmm. those things that about me that I that I do like. Um, okay. And, you know, because other than that, you know, it's like being in a house where it's constantly under construction. Yeah. I'm OK enough to say this year that the remodel has been finished. And we're going to do a few open houses. Ooh. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> refreshing everything. Refreshing. Everything. Yeah. I've been refreshing it. for a minute. Now, you know, it's a time to pull the, the little dust cloths off yeah. the tape, you know. Yeah. Take the plastic off the furniture. It's okay to sit. Yeah. Move fu- right on in. I'm good. You know, I'm good. And really just rest. I've been striving and... um striving and climbing and growing and evolving. And, yeah. you know, you continually want to do that internally, but I've been going for it and at it that this year, mm-hmm. my intention is to rest in it. Good. A light ease. Yeah. Just re- it is. We, yeah, we just, promise that. A like, you know what? Ease. I actually do have the life that I said. Yeah. I'm, the quality of I life. I have actually the life, a better life than I ever said I wanted. I didn't even, the life I have is not the life that I dream for myself mm-hmm. because I had a limited view of myself then. Right. So I have already surpassed everything that I've ever imagined for yeah. myself. Um, and while I am figuring out what is next, I am going to rest and enjoy and refine the things, everything in my life that is good. Nice. That's it. Couldn't ask for anything more. <laughs> I'm telling you, quality of life. Yes. Living on purpose, leaning into it, yep. having an amazing husband and kids and grandkids. Yeah. Girl. Yes. Like God, being okay. That, you. Yes. Yeah, that he's that life is good. This life is life, awesome. Life is life is good. And it's safe to feel and it's safe for me to feel that it's good. Instead mm-hmm. of no waiting for the shoe to drop. This exactly. Shoe. Yeah. No, we're not. We, we're not doing that anymore. Which will be my first year of doing it. Fear and yeah, for the fight or flight. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah, survival what do you mean mode. By that? What's going on? No, with that? I'm always in survival mode. Like, yeah, I always go. like because I've always been for myself. I've always had yeah. to look for, look out for myself, love myself. Da da da. No, there are people that love me, and I'm gonna let myself be yeah, loved. Yeah, I can be safe. There's I'm, stuff that I've yeah. done that I'm good with. There's stuff I have that I can enjoy. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be striving for. The next thing. Right. Just be present in this thing. Present in this thing. It's easier said than done, but uh, I've got my list in my thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, what you said. Absolutely. Well, guys, this has been another amazing installment of Just Breathe with April Love. So make sure that you take those deep breaths in. You let them out. You make sure you identify where you are, just like Treva said, today. You can start today. Absolutely. You can say, hey, I am ready for something. I'm ready for my purpose. I'm ready to, to lean into the quality of life that I am so richly owed. And just do that, you know, mm-hmm. just see where you are and what practical steps. And get yourself a life coach. Indeed. You know, you follow Treva. She might have some room on the books, but if not, most definitely find somebody to hold you accountable. because. Life is for the living, guys. It is. So let's live and let's breathe easy. Thanks again for joining us. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. We're on all the sites where you view or listen to your favorite podcast, Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Google, and you'll find us and YouTube. You can take a look at us and we will see you next time. Take care of your easy. Love you, family. Make sure you tap in with me on all my social media at Ask April Love and my website, the AskAprilLoveBrand.com.